Scarantino, and this is the Get the Fuck Off podcast. Every week, I'm going to be talking about a new topic to help you guys get the fuck off the shit that doesn't serve you anymore. But first, let me tell you a little bit about me. I used to work as a bartender, and I lived in the New York City bar scene. I smoked between a pack or two a day, and I was what you'd call quite overweight. I learned that the secret to adopting a healthy lifestyle is a series of mindset shifts. Unfortunately, they don't always come with an owner's manual, so I decided to start this podcast to give you guys the nuts and bolts without you having to do all the research on your own. Getting healthy does not mean you have to sacrifice your outstanding personality, and it actually can be quite a fun journey. I'm really excited to have you guys on that journey with me. Let's get off together. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the Get the Fuck Off podcast on this Monday, March 28th. I hope that I am a welcome break in your media consumption from the slap heard around the world. Um, Last night at the Oscars, I do not watch the Oscars because I actually don't watch movies. Um, but what I, I thought was interesting was that I woke up this morning to all of the the buzz about it on my on my timeline on my social media. And I, I'm going to get back to that later. And I, I don't want you to think that I am not aware that it happened. Uh, I think that that's important. I think that it's important to tell everybody, hey, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm paying attention. Um, and I have some stuff about to say about that. But I'm going to come back in a little bit to that. Today's topic is actually about relationships and our need for immediate resolution so I wanted to I wanted to get into this need for immediate resolution that's really what I'm here to talk about and then maybe later if I remember I will work in the slap herd around the world because I do have some stuff to say about that but let's talk about immediate resolution let's talk about the people that I that I'm working with right now, everybody that I am working with right now, and everyone that I I think have worked with in the recent past has been in a relationship. So even though I do work with things like identity, limiting beliefs, body image, um, ad- addictive behaviors, uh, compulsive behaviors, things like that, I work with people. So people are in relationships. Like relationships come with the people. So even though I would never call myself a relationship coach because I'm not. I mean, I'm, I'm a single woman who lives alone. Um, I find that due to just my life experiences, I have a bit of a knack and expertise for human communication. I spent close to 20 years of my life really studying human interpersonal communication in one way or another. And I'll break that down for you guys in in a little while. But human interpersonal communication is a a great love of mine. Um, My my undergraduate degree is in communication studies. Uh, I, when I went to undergrad, my whole, my whole plan in applying to college when I was a teenager was because I wanted to tell human stories and at the time I thought that would be done by working in television I never was really interested in film because as I said at the beginning of the podcast I don't watch movies but I thought that television was the way like I, th- I thought I was gonna just weasel my way into a career in television because I really wanted to tell human stories and throughout that four-year degree 
you don't just learn about television production or I have a concentration in journalism as well. Like you don't really just learn about the the uh, systems, but rather you actually learn communication theory. And communications is actually very fascinating. Interpersonal communications is one of my favorite things to study. And I, I was that was maybe one of my favorite classes, COM 102. I'll never forget that. Um, interpersonal communication is something else. So I, I do, I do love to talk with my clients about, um, interaction with rituals and I love talking about interpersonal communication. And honestly, some of the most hands-on experience I got from that was just tending bar. Seriously, seriously. I was, I was having brunch with my friend yesterday and I said to him, gee, I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how this all happened, but it seems like I, I do a lot of work with people in relationships now. And he said, well, you're a bartender. Like, you've all of the relationships you've been in, which is actually a, a true commentary about bartenders. We end up in the personal lives of a lot of people and we hear a lot of stories. So from that, I, I want to just talk to you about some themes that that have been popping up with people that I work with um but also with me like also with me I'm a human I'm not exempt from this shit so I wanted to talk about human beings and their need for immediate resolution and this ties into western society you know the western rebellion is a big thing for me now um western society and our need for immediate gratification so a lot of times when you are in a relationship with somebody, and that does not necessarily mean a romantic relationship. This can just be a relationship, a friendship. It could be a colleague. Um, any way you define a relationship. A relationship is something between two people. If you are in a relationship, um, a lot of the times, if sometimes people end up having disagreements and what we tend to want as human beings is we want immediate resolution. And the reason we want immediate resolution is because it provides reinforcement that everything's good, man. Everything's good. We're good. It's good. We're good. It's all good. I said what I said. You said what you said. And one of us just beats the other to the death until there's a resolution. <laughs> like that's, that's what we want. We want to do that, right? Well, that isn't really how it goes unfortunately I know we want it to go that way but it doesn't go that way so I'm gonna give an example um, and the example is really about let's say that two people fight a lot all right and they insist on hammering home their points to the other and they just can't get through to each other they just can't get through and so one of them just keeps going at it. Like, I'm just going to keep, I'm going to keep saying my, my, my piece until you hear me. And it's like, well, here's the thing. All right. That person is not going to hear you. Like, they're not going to hear you. It, you. You keep hammering in your point. But if it wasn't heard the first time, repeating that point does not make them hear you. They don't hear you. You are, that is just your, your ego needing to say it's peace. But the person that you're speaking to is not receiving. They're not receiving the information. Now here's, I'll give you like kind of a breakdown. So arguments with people kind of go in, in one of two ways, right? So we have arguments that are one-offs 
and then we have repetitive cycles. So a one-off argument often can be resolved right there. All right? Like it, it, it's never happened before. So you have the argument and you resolve it. Um, that, yeah, you, you resolve it. You have it. You resolve it. It's done. It never happens again. Right? That's a one-off. A repetitive cycle is when something happens as a program of the ego and because of it, it happens regularly with frequency. That is not something that can be resolved at the end of that conversation. So a good example is let's say that you and somebody consistently get into an argument because they treat you like shit every time you do X. Well, the argument that you have is not unfortunately going to resolve what's happening because it's a repetitive cycle. So like I am in a repetitive cycle with somebody where I show them love, they feel intimidated, threatened, mad, whatever the fuck. So they treat me bad, right? And then usually they feel bad for treating me bad and then they apologize and I say, it's okay. And then we move on, right? Well, that's happened about mm, more times than I can count. So I have a choice in that I can allow the repetitive cycle to continue or I can say, yeah, you know what? I'm not participating in this anymore and I can take space. Now, there's a lot that happens with processing and space. People do most of their evolution in their process time, their quiet time, their alone time, their time where they are just able to be and sit with the things that they want to sit with. I was in a, a coaching program over the summer and Coach Sean Smith says 90% of what the master does is invisible to the amateur. And he was talking about new coaches and how they want to talk a lot. And sometimes, now I was guilty of that when I was new, totally. Um, but that's not when people that you're working with really have their most meaningful breakthroughs. Most of them happen in the silence like in the quiet, because that's when they have the space for their brain to be able to get to that spot. Well, the same goes true in your interpersonal relationships, in, in, in your arguments. If you are in a repetitive cycle, if you continue the cycle, you know, at, what, what is it, like stimulus and then response to the stimulus, and then you get the, the request for, you know, whatever, the, the resolution, and then you give the reinforcement to that resolution, basically you're, you're giving the brain what it wants. The brain wants lip service. That's what you're doing. You're giving lip service and then nothing ever evolves. So evolution is dependent on expansion and contraction. So it's these contractions. And I learned this from Allison Sutter, who I follow on Instagram. She's at Allison Sutter 3, Allison with two L's. She talked about this in a video this weekend. Um, and the video that she did was because I had sent her some messages about how I was having a, a time where I just, I was having one of my, oh, I just want to die moments. Not in, not like really want to die, but like, you know, the, the I want to crawl under a rock and not come out for a few days kind of moment. And I was, and I know that, you know, Life has peaks and valleys and ebbs and flows and lulls and periods of, you know, creativity. And then there's lulls and creativity and lulls. And I, and I know that. 
But I was in a lull and I was feeling like, geez, like, is this normal? Like, is it normal to feel like, why am I here on earth? And she said, I would rather do a video so that I can be, I can benefit everybody. And I was like, this is great, whatever. So she did this video and she was talking about it. And she was talking about how to expand in this world, we need to contract. So in order for us to grow, we need to shrink. So, you know, not shrink like we're getting smaller, like we're going backwards on our progress, but just we need to contract. We have those contracting moments, and those contracting moments feel fucking terrible. Like they feel fucking terrible. I'm telling you what, they really do. It is essential for expansion that there's contraction. So you cannot expand without the times of contraction. You can't see the light without the darkness. Like whatever analogy you want to use, this is this is just real. So when you are in a repetitive cycle with somebody... Um, and that repetitive cycle, uh, uh, let's let's use, you got to partner the drinks too much, right? He goes out, he gets drunk, he comes home, you fight, you know, the next day he goes, I'm so sorry. And you go, it's okay, it's just, you always do this, blah, 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 blah. And then you start hammering in what he always does. You, blah, 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 blah. And then he, you know, he just wants the immediate gratification. So he goes, I know, I'm so sorry, I'm blah, 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 blah. And, you know, all that other shit. And you finally say, oh, it's okay. After like an hour of anguish and tears and all of that other crap that you do or whatever. And I'm not trying to like minimize this. I've been in this shit with more than one person. And I've also been on the other end of it. My my ex-boyfriend put up with it for me. So I'm not going to say that I haven't been. Um, you know, I haven't been on the other end. And what happens? Nothing. Nothing happens. Like it, it, it doesn't. He does it again. You know, because you're reinforcing. You're providing the reinforcement, the lip service that this person needs. I talked about lip service in a Facebook post this week. Uh, This week I talked about lip service and then I see some people um, on the internet and they're repeatedly asking for support, right? They're asking for support. But then as you watch them over the course of weeks or months, you realize that what they really want is lip service. They don't want to change, you know, if it's drinking or drug use or whatever the hell. They don't want to change. They just want somebody to be like, oh, I know what it's like. I know what it's like to be an addict. Oh, I'm just here to love you and and all that. Yeah, that's great. But they don't want to change. They just want to continue to be an addict while someone does that. Well, that doesn't do anything. Like that's lip service. So the lip service is providing the reinforcement so that they can feel like they're making progress in a direction. But they're not. They're just receiving lip service over and over and over again. And that doesn't do anything. Like lip ser- what lip service does is it communicates to our human brain. Because we are – so I love reinforcement. I think reinforcement is wonderful. When I was quitting smoking, when I was quitting drinking, I used reinforcement, bought myself presents. I took 40 hours of registered behavioral curriculum tech- – register be- bleh, registered behavioral technician curriculum. Hello. Uh, back in 2015 for a job that I never ended up doing, um, reinforcement is so important it's so important and it was all over like when you were working that was mainly to work with adults with intellectual disabilities that was what was that job was going to be um and the RBT curriculum often deals with children uh with intellectual disabilities or on the autism spectrum you know things like that nonverbal and and we there's a lot of reinforcement that is involved well adults are no fucking different and reinforcement is so important so like if you're stopping a habit or you're trying to motivate yourself buy yourself fucking gifts man like i'm telling you what reinforcement is so so powerful 
we're we're designed to want reinforcement. We want the reward, right? We we put we put rats in cages, man. Like this is not new fucking information. We want the reward. So when it comes down to lip service, lip service is the reward for a lot of people. So in a relationship, when somebody will not change something in their repetitive cycle and you give reinforcement, well, you've provided the reward. Why should they change? Fuck, they don't even have to remember what happened. Like, they don't even need to remember what happened. I remember, like, and I, I talked about a situation that I was in uh, a little bit earlier in this podcast. I remember having a, a conversation where it was, like, uh, last October with 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 a person that, this person that I was talking about, and I felt like we had this tremendous breakthrough. Like, tears were shed. There was I love yous. There was all this shit. Motherfucker doesn't even fucking remember that shit. Because it's just a repetitive cycle. It's just let me say whatever I need to say so that Andy shuts the fuck up. Like that's what it is. You know, like I want Andy to get off my back about the fact that I'm being an asshole to her. So let me just say whatever whatever I have to say so she just shuts up. Well, that's that's not like eventually I have to be like, no, nah, I can't. I can't reinforce your behavior anymore. Like I just I can't reinforce it. Like that's not that's not going to work for me. You know what I mean? So a lot of times this is what people will do. Like in relationships, what we really want is lip service. We want in the middle of those, that shit, we want somebody to just say whatever they got to say so that it's over. Well, that's why we stay in crap relationships or friendships or whatever for fucking decades, right? We just, because we just do the repetitive cycle and we never actually do work. And a lot of times it's based on our expectations, our transactional expectations of someone else. We have transactional expectations of partners. I get it. We're human. So I get it that there often are transactional expectations. Now, ideally, we would have love that doesn't have those. Unconditional, non-transactional, right? We want that. That's our, that's the, the end game. That's what we want. We want that from everyone but, that, you know, in human relationships, that just doesn't always fly, especially if you have kids, you know, like your husband might, you know, you have expectations of him of what he's going to do. You know, he might have expectations of you like this is this is transactional and it's part of our human ego and we got to play with that in addition to everything else. So, yes, there are some transactional expectations that we have of our partners and a lot of times when we get into these arguments what we're doing is we're not really listening and we're not providing space we're just kind of banking on you need to do your transactional expectation as I said so and fuck you and like you know all that that that's what you sound like by the way I'm sorry if this hurts your ego but that's what you sound like when you're having the same fight over and over and over again with somebody that's what you sound like the thing is the way to really influence someone to change their behavior is to change yours. The most noble thing you can do for somebody else is to work on yourself. And the most noble thing that they can do is to work on themselves. And if you want things to improve, sometimes you got to work on yourself when they're not working on themselves. If you want your partner to stop being a chaotic drunk, look at your own chaos. 
Where is your chaos and how can you heal? Because I will tell you attraction, not promotion. That is a concept. I know that's a concept from AA. I never went to AA, but I had a friend tell me that once and I was like, that's so sex. I'm going to use that all the fucking time. Attraction, not promotion. Heal your damn self. That is the way. And I want to tell you about healing your damn self. You're going to think sometimes that you're banging your head off the fucking wall, but you're not. You're not banging your head off the wall. It just takes a long time. I always say the universe is on a leg. If you don't believe in the universe, let's talk about science. You can go to the gym, right? Let's say you start exercising and you're overweight or you don't like the way that you look or you have some whatever the fuck you're trying to do. You're trying to be stronger. For me, it's bony shoulders. I got bony shoulders. They're disgusting. Like if you put your hands on my shoulders, you'd be like, oh my God. I've been bitching about these shoulders forever, but I, I don't care enough to go do something about it. But I do. I have these bony shoulders. So, because uh, I'm a, you know, runner's body. So, I could go to the gym and start doing something about my shoulders. And I'm not going to see a difference in my shoulders for probably 90 days, maybe even 120 days. Like, I might, like, really, I won't. Like, when I started doing all of the work in 2018, I did not see physical changes in myself for, like, 60 days. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe a little bit less because I, I really, my diet was a real mess. So cleaning it up really did help, but I didn't see changes. I didn't, like, you don't see it. You have to continue to do the work with the belief that it is affecting the people around you. And like, I'm talking about, I think my family life, uh, when I say my family, I mean my nuclear family that I grew up with. I think my family life is a lot better and healthier since I have become less of a chaotic mess. That did not happen after day two. I wasn't just like, hey, I don't drink anymore. Let's all heal. It's like, no, nah, motherfucker. Like, it takes years. Like, it takes years. People have to li- literally watch you for years. So if it's something like a marriage, you're in the long game anyway, right? Like, you're going to be together for years anyway. So what do you want these to be great years or do you want these to be chaotic motherfucking years? You get the choice. Like, that's, that's how I see it. And if it's something like a friendship, you know, you can, the friendship can fall away on its own or, or you're, you're together for years anyway. You're going to literally be together anyway. So what is the harm in just working on yourself and letting go of the expectations of others? Because most of what we lash out at others with is programming. And that's why I want to get back to the slap herd around the world. What I thought was so interesting about that, this is the one thing I will say about that, is that people had an opinion as to what that was about, how that was, what was right, what wasn't right, within seconds of it happening. Within minutes, people had prepared their speeches as to why that was so terrible or great or whatever the fuck, why it was staged, whatever the fuck. You know, whatever they thought. It was minutes. They're, they're, they're ready there. They're the keyboard warriors. Blah, 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 blah. They're, they're there trying to tell everybody what they think, right? Like, well, how in the hell do you come up with what you think after minutes of two people that you don't even fucking know on the fucking television? Like, you fuck the fuck. But minutes, you got, you got people with all of these, these things to say. You got people with all these memes within... 10 minutes, then the next day you got all these people in this massive discourse. It's like, how do you even, the people that it, that it happened between don't even have 
a comprehension of what or why or how by this point. But yet you do, you do within seconds. And you really, if you're one of those people, take a look at yourself. Because what that is, is your programming. It's nothing more than your programming of how you believe life should be coming out to defend itself. And if you look at it objectively, it probably has nothing to do with Will Smith or Chris Rock. Okay, it has nothing to do with them. It has to do with something that's happened to you in your own life. And when you get into a relationship with someone, everything you bring to an argument with that person has everything to do with you and things that have happened to you in your own life. Seriously, seriously, I know it's hard to believe. It's all about you. It's not about them. No matter what, it's always about you. So go in. Go in. If you can go in, go in. Because a a reaction, like a fast reaction, which is what we do in relationships, that fast reaction is what keeps us fighting. Because we never take the space to empathize. Yes, empathize. Yes, yes, empathize. If you work with me, you'll understand what that's about. If this triggers you, let's get on a call. Seriously. This, This is, I can open up so much for you with this. Like, you, you don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know what could be opened with this. Empathize. I'm serious. Because that reaction, that fast reaction and that need to just drill it, drill it, drill it, drill it. Reinforcement. Just get it over with. Let's just, just like, a it's like, that's not gonna make you happy. Like, it's just not. Human interpersonal communication is such a complicated thing, but it doesn't have to be. Just remember, there is evolution in space true story all right food for thought i am glad you guys are here with me um it's been great it's been great to uh really get passionate here on the get the fuck off podcast i am going to be back next week with another episode until then visit me visit me on my website getthefuckoff.com i'm going to rewrite the copy because it's bullshit right now um Get on my Western Rebellion email list, breakfree.getthefuckoff.com. Email me, Andy, A-N-D-E-E, at getthefuckoff.com, especially if this triggered you. If it's triggered you, please email me. I want to know why you are upset. I want to blow your mind. I will. I swear. I promise. And if not, well, you know, no loss on your end, right? <laughs> Move along with your life. Um, But I'll be back next week, guys. Until then, take care, stay safe, and uh, stay beautiful.